Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And we are back and happy to be here with you. Got a great show as always for you today. Uh, delighted to be spending our Saturday with you. We got all kinds of stuff going on. If you want to follow us, you can get us on Twitter. I am at Real Mark Cohen. Marsha is Marsha Collier on Twitter. You can check out our Facebook page at ComputerAndTechnologyRadio.com and hashtag what Marsha if they want to follow us on Twitter. Okay, I'm in a T-Chat room, and I'm following the hashtag TechRadio, and T-Chat seems to be working very well today. Okay. So I want to welcome 60K, Uncle Bill, Linda Sherman, uh, Jim Katzman. Good to see you all out there, and you can tweet us, hashtag TechRadio, and we'll try and answer all the questions. Hi, Kurt Boothman, during the show. All right. Uh, we were both gone. I was in Vancouver. And Valencia. Hi, Valencia. Oh, hi, Valencia. How are you? I was in Vancouver, and you were in someplace a little farther. What? China where? Uh, I was in Shenzhen, which yeah. is... Yeah, that was a big deal. That was a big deal. Um, interesting. So my flight, we found out as we got on the plane that Russia closed their airspace. Oh, if you know, kind of the world is round, unless you're a flat earther. So right. the reason airplanes go across the Pacific over the North Pole is because mm -hmm. it's a shorter route. Well, we couldn't go over the North Pole <laughs> because that oh. takes you through Russian airspace. Okay. So uh, there was that. And then you know how on the TV screen on the plane they have the little uh, airplane? And yep. I'm watching it go, and we're heading towards Japan, and you generally cross over Japan. And all of a sudden, we turned south at Japan. I asked the flight attendant. Japan decided we couldn't cross their airspace in, you know, oh, uh -huh. to, to go with the uh, Russians. So the flight was 15 and a half hours. Oh, God. And then, then you can combine that with a four, uh, pretty much four hour, because you have to go through Checkpoint Charlie to go through Hong Kong to Shenzhen. Right. So that was quite a journey. Um, do you think that they was because you were on the flight that they were trying to no, keep you No, I had nothing country? to do with me. You're sure? By the way, I see Tom Rubin just jumped in. And Tom Rubin, next week we want to talk to you about the CC cleaner because I know that's a big part of his business. There was a big problem with CC cleaner and malware, so maybe we can talk about that next Wonderful. week with Tom. Okay. So anyway, great. China was amazing. I learned so much about China's technology. It, it's it's really different because I've been on the campuses in Silicon Valley. It, mm -hmm. uh, and maybe it's just Huawei. Huawei with a company with 160,000 employees and 80,000 of them are owners of the company. Right. <laughs> um, it was, first of all, the grounds were very zen. It was nothing like the hustle oh. bustle that you generally see in Silicon Valley. The people were amazing devoted to their work what was what blew me away is on the campus you don't see anybody because people work from eight to six but they get two hours off in the middle of the day to unwind and eat their lunch I like that but to see uh, you know 15 20,000 people pour out of offices at the same time to the cafeteria <laughs> Yeah. I have some pictures. It's amazing. They're set up for serving food. 
Plus, they have many restaurants. So when you're on the campus, you can take your choice of whether you want to pay $1.50 for your lunch oh. or you can pay up to $4. Oh. And I'm talking $4 in a beautiful restaurant. <laughs> wow. $4 they American have, money. Yeah. They have 7-Elevens all over campus. Wow. which I thought was very cool. And guess, well, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> uh, I, it, was, it was just amazing. I walked into the building where the founder, Ren, Mr. Ren, I won't pronounce his last name because it's hard, <laughs> has oh, his office at the top. You're jet lagged. You shouldn't have to do that. And, and yeah, I can't because I'm jet lagged. Right. And so his office is at the top of this building, which is the building where they entertain heads of state, presidents, they do negotiations on major international contracts. It's you know, kind of like the White House, but it's not of the campus. Mm -hmm. And I could walk right in. And I said wow. to my guide, I, this was a personal tour. There was nobody else with me, just a friend of mine from Huawei, Walter. Unfortunately, you speak fluent Chinese, so you were able oh, to course. communicate. Of course, don't know yeah. a thing. It's pathetic. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I won't. But when I walked in, I said, wait a minute, how are we allowed to just walk in? We just showed our badges. And he said it was an interesting factor of the socialist society. Because all the employees own parts of the company, they can go anywhere they want. Nice. But the, the yeah, the, which was interesting. And the interesting thing about it was that everybody was respectful. And one of the things that you will adore about what I learned is that people over 50 are respected. Wow. The fact that you're over 50 and still working and still have stuff to share makes you interesting to the young people. Right? I mean, yeah, unlike I America, right. where you're discarded. Mm -hmm. So I have a couple of videos. I did some interviews. I have tons of pictures. If you check on my Facebook page, you'll see some of the pictures. It, it was quite an amazing trip, and the te it's different, totally different than what we see in uh, Silicon Valley. Well, Just it's the polar I a, opposite. <laughs> I have a sort of tech question for you because I was in Vancouver, so while my flight was a tiny bit shorter than yours, it was like two yeah. and a half hours. Uh, I uh, did have to. I go laugh at you. I found it had been a long time since I've been overseas and or anywhere you know internationally, and I went through customs. And I don't right. know if this is everywhere, so you can tell me this. At the in Vancouver, they have a nifty little machine where you go up to the machine and you declare your customs items. It takes your picture, it scans your passport, it prints out your thing, and you walk in with your photograph and hand it to the customs agent. Now, do you well, get that elsewhere, or was that... Okay, just so you know, in the United States, when you came back, did you have the same procedure? We did. Okay, uh, you can go even faster if you have global entry, right? which is a registration, and that's what I have. But going into, interesting, going into Hong Kong was a tad more casual. But yeah. when you drive to the Shenzhen border, which is true People's Republic of China, mm -hmm. things are a lot more serious. <laughs> I bet. I can imagine. But I, I played stupid American lady, and my fingerprints <laughs> didn't work. Was that and hard so, for you? Uh, it was really easy. I was so tired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I played Stupid America, but I have to tell you, the best part, absolute best part, on my way back uh, from Shenzhen to the airport, 
my I had a driver who was driving a Maybach. Oh my gosh, yeah. how cool. Oh yes. <laughs> wow. Nice. I was riding in style. I have never seen a car as fabulous as that. Wow. So it was a yeah, great not, trip overall. Yeah, so it was a great trip. I learned so much. I didn't want to be tired. You yeah. know, I for forego a restaurant one night because I was getting up early the next morning. But everything was amazing. Maybe I'm getting more used to the food, or maybe they're ordering stuff that's better. <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay. Well, yeah, it sounds like you had a fascinating trip, and uh, glad to hear it. So I'm glad you're back when you, when you traveled to Vancouver, did you have to get a SIM chip, or did you phone work there? No, my phone. Actually, I have to compliment Verizon. I called Verizon before I left. They said, no problem. Uh, we're, we've connected you to our service. Uh, when you make a phone call, you just have to hit the zero key, which brings up the plus, and then we're going to charge you five bucks a day for unlimited calling and texting. And mm -hmm. I thought, you know what? And it worked flawlessly. Did not what about have an data? Issue. That was a bit of an issue. Uh, and unfortunately, I hadn't used my brain ahead of time when I first got there the first day, and I was using Internet as I would normally do. I'm on the Verizon network, not thinking Whoops. about it. Yep, until I got a notice from Verizon saying, you've just used $50 in data charges. And I went, wait, wait, what? I did what? And then I went, oh, uh-oh. Instead of connecting to the hotel Wi-Fi where I used it for the most part, I forgot to do that. And then two days later, I got another notice saying I had used $150 in data charges. And so I called Verizon. I said, wait a minute. I'm stupid the first day. I'll own up to it. But I, you know, after that, I had connected to Wi-Fi. So within a day, they had reversed the majority of what they had charged me. Well, that's uh, good. Uh, yeah. Sprint, Sprint gave me free 3G anywhere oh, I went, okay. which was, you know, it's 3G. It's slower. That's good. That, well, but, but still, free. the best way to avoid all of this is to buy a SIM chip when right. you get off the plane. Which right. brings us to our first story. Yeah. <laughs> AT&T and, AT and Verizon face mm -hmm. U.S. probe over mobile technology. Yeah. And the basis of, of the probe is that carriers may have colluded to make switching harder for users. No, they wouldn't do that, Marsha Collier. Uh, which is kind of interesting because the crux of the thing, you know, there was a law saying, yes, you should be able to use an unlocked phone. You, right. you know, an unlocked phone, you can use anybody you want. You just pick up a SIM chip and pop it in your phone if that's the way you want to do it. Which is very interesting in lieu of what I just told you about international travel. Right. AT&T and Verizon don't make it that simple. And if you remember, AT&T was the company who pulled out in January of doing business with Huawei, who yeah. sells only unlocked telephones. Right. So in other words, any Huawei phone from China, you can pop in a local SIM chip in AT&T, a T-Mobile, anybody in the United States, and it will work. So I know, putting on the tinfoil hat again, yeah. I suspect AT&T knew this was in the works. And they did want to avoid this probe because they don't want to make it easier. Neither does Verizon, because you can't well, even right. use anything on a Verizon phone because some of them don't accept other SIM chips. Right, correct. Yeah. Uh, so they knew this was in the wings, and I have a feeling the reason they canceled the Huawei deal was to avoid, uh, well, maybe if we do this, they won't uh, do a probe on us. You know, maybe mm. if we play by the rule. 
Well, that didn't work. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> wow. um, they're in deep trouble. And because there was a law, uh, Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile, U.S., and Sprint agreed in 2013 to let consumers use smartphones on other networks after their contracts expire. Yippee. It was signed into legislation by President Obama. So you would have the freedom to switch between wireless carriers without having to purchase a new phone. And, and guess should. what? And guess what? That didn't happen. Yeah. And I think one of the issues with Huawei is that you buy that phone on Amazon, you can use it with anybody. All you yeah, have and to you be should be able to do that, absolutely. Exactly, exactly. So I don't think AT&T's ploy really worked out for them. But yeah. it'll be interesting to see where this still all goes because... Huawei isn't going away, the world isn't going away, and it's time to step up and give people freedom. Yeah. Hey, before we phone. move on to the next story, I do want to comment about the passing of Barbara Bush. Uh, oh, yeah. She, she was, what a classy lady. And, and I have to say, a couple of years ago at Distinguished Speakers, I had the privilege of working with Laura Bush. And all politics aside, because I, Marcia and I don't care one bit about politics, but the people in that family, and I also hosted Jeb Bush a few years before that, they are classy, fun. The, the Laura Bush walked up to me before the event and said, Hey, Mark, how's your radio show? I went, What, really? Now, clearly she had been briefed beforehand. And two days after the event, she sent me a note thanking me and telling me what a great job I had done. They are one really nice family of people. And Barbara Bush was about as cool and classy as you can get. Um, so that, I was sad to see that. 92 years old, but still. You know, it's never late enough. Um, so that was that was kind of fun. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. So since we're, you know, I have all my favorite rants. Oh, by the way, Jim Katzman, before I left the country, he tweeted out something that I had to leave the country because Tesla was on my back. Because yeah, of all right, the things exactly. I've said. Yeah, he said we both left the country as soon as we talked about Elon well, Musk. You ready for this? While yeah. I was away, you know how it shows you which companies most visit your uh, profile on LinkedIn. Yeah. Tesla was the number one company of people looking uh -oh. at my profile. <laughs> mm, okay. Okay, uh, get out the tinfoil hats. Speaking of tinfoil yeah, hats. I, I have a feeling that if you one day disappear from the show, you'll be up in the next uh, SpaceX uh, exploration <laughs> launch in could, that little sports be. car. Could, yeah. could be. Yeah. So, I, you know, we talk about right to repair, and, yeah. and that's a real push point for me. I think we should all have the right to repair our phones, take it to the local guy who right. could be certified. Mm -hmm. And there were some questions about Apple, which we're not even going to go into, but this one I found specifically egregious. Linus Sebastian, who runs a popular YouTube channel called Linus's Tech Tips, he shared a video in which he claimed an Apple authorized service provider denied to service his damaged iMac Pro. Mm hmm um, Sebastian and his team fully disassembled the iMac Pro in January for a video review, which showed, you know, to show the components, show what it looks like in the whole which, thing. Which, by the way, is a major no-no at Apple. You're not supposed to take those devices well, apart which and is show exactly, them anyway. But this is exactly my point. Right. Um, it was damaged, and they refused to fix it. Now, right. if we had the right to repair law, he could have brought that into any repair place. And gotten his display fixed. Right. And By the way, he dropped it, which is how the display... Right. Well, he dropped it, but yeah. that's not the point. point no, 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 no. 
Yeah. Yeah. He, he realized it was no longer covered under the warranty. He got yeah, you that. Think? Yeah. He wanted it fixed. Right. And pay for it. And pay for it. Well, the iMac Pro is a non-user, upgradable, all-in-one workstation by design. So Apple said, sorry, we're not going to fix that for you. What well, they the claimed F? that, yeah, but remember, they claimed that they didn't have availability of replacement parts. Again, if you had the right the to repair reason. law, you know that they have replacement logic boards. Come on, let's not kid do. ourselves. Of course you know, they, they did not want to repair this. And now, shame, shame, get, shame. Well, what I didn't understand from the story was, did he take all the components apart or did he simply look at them? Because if he just simply took them, you know, if he took off the screen and said, here's what an iMac looks like, and then put it back on, he didn't alter anything. But again, not the point. Not the point. According to Apple, you know, you open the back, you've screwed it up. Well, right. You've, yeah. And the point is, he paid for the computer. He wanted a repair screen. Uh, duh. That's right. about it. So yeah. you can go see the video on his Linus Tech Tips YouTube uh, thing. And this is what the right to repair protects us from. And, you know, I it's mean, kind of you, interesting because how when do you... When you pay for something, you own it. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I don't know the answer to this because there are non-factory uh, Apple repair places out there. So I don't know, does this mean he can't fix the machine at all or there's actually someone out there that can fix it for him? Well, we'll, I don't have know. To, we'll have to yeah. ask him, but, you know, there was, before I went, there was a story running around about how authorized Apple repair places, you know, third-party repair places, yep. were given <clears throat> screens to repair screens on phones that disabled the touch login. And that only went to the third-party repair places. So the people, when it, it wouldn't work after it was repaired at a third-party repair place, they'd have to go to Apple, and Apple would know. But, but these are authorized repair places. It well, just that's makes what I'm no saying. sense. Right. Well, yeah. so we need to just fix this ASAP. Yeah, it, it's, it's definitely an issue. And uh, I don't know if we're going to get, at, you know, at some point we're going to actually get to the point where that uh, right-to-repair law does actually work, but... Uh, you know, you and I both agree that's the way it well, should Well, Tom Rubin, Tom Rubin, uh, El Chorizo, says, I fix Macs, but getting par parts can be very problematic. Yeah, And, that's of what course, Jim Katzeman says, Apple non-right to repair is rotten to the core. <laughs> <laughs> Apple to the core. I get it. That was a little play on words. Good job, Jim. Uh, go. Okay, so uh, with all the beating up by the president on Amazon... It doesn't yeah. seem to be affecting a whole hell of a lot. Uh, they just passed 100 million Prime subscribers globally, 13 years after the service was launched. Well, you uh, know, you just mentioned the president harassing Apple, but I'm sure nobody who listens to our show is old enough to remember. And, of course, I, I was very young. But if you go back in history, U.S. Steel was strongly attacked by President Kennedy. Oh, yeah. To the point where he pulled away government contracts because they were making too much money and screwed right. up a whole bunch of stuff, and he had to make it go back. Isn't that but, funny, um, yeah, yeah, this, this is well, nothing new. But the Well, fact no, and, I, and in fact, you have to remind me during our TV segment to talk about Timeless because there was a Kennedy show on that that was interesting. Oh, cool, but, I'm behind on my Timeless. That's good yeah, to know. <laughs> uh, but uh, the Amazon has shipped north of 5 billion items, 
uh, in 2017. Uh, and India is one of the uh, recent countries that got Prime and is also one of the largest growing markets for, for Amazon. Uh, so they continue to truck along, you know, and there was a, there was a lot of talk about the Amazons, uh, you know, the president not, uh, ripping Amazon and saying they weren't paying and on and on. But it's kind of gone away a little bit. And it was I think it was more bluster and headlines than it was anything because they're not doing anything wrong. They paid their fees to the Postal Service. You know, the knock was they weren't paying enough shipping fees, but they made a deal. You know, that's the American way, folks. Hey, Mark, you, Mark, yeah. Mark, when you hear something stupid like that come out of the president's mouth and yeah. he wants you to be looking at that and paying attention to it, just look over your shoulder and see what's really happening. Yeah, it's, well, you know, is... just, it's just like David Copperfield. Here, look <laughs> at this shiny thing. Look at this shiny thing while I yeah, do right, this exactly. other thing in the background. Yeah, so... Yeah. Um, so, he's, he's a master of uh, distraction. Oh, yeah. It's very inter- <laughs> very interesting stuff. So anyway, I'm going to keep my Amazon Prime, and uh, I know you're going to keep your Amazon Prime because oh, we actually bet. both love it. Yeah, we both it. We really love it. It's, uh, it's great. Um, so let's see. Google is uh, making a big push to use a chat standard trying to get ris- rid of SMS. Um, it's kind of interesting because even though it is still SMS, um, the Apple phones, of course, use their own internal chat system and texting system. So while Which it's I think is ridiculous because it's... Oh, it's, I like it. I, no, but what I'm saying is it's isolated. Again, you, it's only for Apple users. It's not well, it universal. Is. Same thing no, as correct. not sharing SIMs. Stupid. Well, I mean, I think, no, I think that's okay. I think that if you, you know, you have a product and you've designed it and you've spent your money researching it and you're giving a feature that some other phone doesn't i don't think there's anything wrong yeah, with that. but it's so behind the times i mean i well, you there's whatsapp there's wechat yeah there's yeah. facebook messenger there's all these oh, there's other things so you're beating a dead horse on an old product yeah well they're trying to replace it with something called rcs which is rich communication services <sighs> yeah. uh yeah and they're trying to eliminate the use of sms good luck with that because i don't see that happening it's like the the third uh, Siri device or, you know, our friend uh, Echo, uh, it, I don't know, you see them replacing it? People are used to well, something. It, it, no, to, well, let's go back to basics here. Like somebody invented a light bulb yeah. and then GE invented a different light bulb. Nobody needed yeah. the new GE light bulb because the old light bulb worked. And well, right. why? I think it's great that they're innovating, but come on, WhatsApp, Facebook Messenger, WeChat, yeah, everybody we uses it. Yeah, everybody uses it. They work over Wi-Fi, which is the most important thing. So who cares? But, you know, yeah, hey, I mean, if it makes well, you happy, go for it, you know? They've got 55 <laughs> global carriers now. They have 11 phone makers and two operating systems. The second OS is actually Microsoft, so that's the only thing that probably gives this some credence. Uh, they're making way for an RSC chat app on Windows 10. That's speculation. That's not news yet. But it's interesting, you know. Uh, we'll see if that goes anyplace, but I'm probably going to stick with what I've got, and I expect that most people will. Yeah, well, and, Google introduced something called Allo, a white bag, uh-huh. like, hello, how are you? <laughs> yeah. uh, and yeah. nobody's using that either. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I don't I don't see any big rush to seeing that happen. But it's but it's interesting, you know, and, and that's what's great about technology, because there's always something new in the wind. And every once in a while you get a good one out there. 
Um, so, but I think I'll stick with what I'm using now. You know, they did on WhatsApp. Have you seen recently? They have now highly encrypted that app, um, so that you can now allegedly, allegedly, cannot be hacked into. So their phone service, their uh, texting service, and if you look at the the uh, device now, there's a message at the top of the device that says, you know, you are now. I'm looking to see because I I don't really use it, but I was looking the other day to see, uh, you know, for a friend who was. Uh, it's great to be using it if someone's in Europe or whatever. And right, when you do, right. you know, and when you do a chat, I'm stalling here. Well, you know, uh, as far as contr- encryption goes on chat apps. Why don't you just assume that everybody can see what you're saying? Yes, correct. I don't care if it's encrypted. The NSA knows how to get around that, and every other country knows how to get around that. So why don't you know, like I needed to pay a bill that I'd forgotten I'd paid, Mm -hmm. and I just messaged Kurt, can you go pay the bill? Because I wasn't about to log into a website and put in a credit card and do that while I was out of the country. You just don't yeah. do certain things over Wi-Fi. <laughs> just you well, don't no. do them, yeah, and and you until you... you get responsible for your own, uh, you know, encryption. What are you saying that needs to be encrypted, right? Well, right. And they're they're by the way their messages messages to this chat and calls are now secured with end-to-end encryption. So uh, for whatever that means, that means yeah. that it says that what app and third parties can't read or listen to them. So, mm-hmm. uh, but the NSA can. So I would expect. And you know what? More power to the NSA if they want to read right. my chats. Ex- but you know that's why. Just don't say anything. You know, you've got a mouth. Wait till you can well, talk to a person. Yeah, correct. Exactly. Uh, so anyway, so that was kind of interesting. Uh, we were. I only have about a minute here, so I don't know that we're going to have enough time. Actually, do you have enough time to talk about the Android settings, or do we need to come back for that? Well, uh, real quick. There are Android settings on your phone, if you have an Android phone, that you can do for your security. You've got Find My Device, which is great. It should be enabled by default. And what you do is when you can't find your phone, you tap that. It's got a list of your devices. You tap that, and it'll ring the device, which is, right. yeah, I mean, I'm sure Apple has that. Smart, smart lock. Yeah. We can talk more about this when we we'll get back. We'll talk more later, and we got the buy of the week coming up next, and lots of fun stuff ahead, so don't leave us. This is Marsha Collier, here with Mark Cohen on WS Radio. Tech Radio is the, tech radio, <laughs> WS radio is the worldwide leader in Internet whatever. Oh, I'm dead tired. <laughs> yeah. Get some sleep, Marsha. <laughs> You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there, too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com. On your phone and in your ear, everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. 
I've heard this is like one of the best pizza spots in town. Yes, it is. I'll do a slice of pepperoni, slice of vegetarian. You got it. And I will pay for all of that in three days. In three days? <laughs> What's that mean? Well, wait, you accept credit cards. That money's not going to hit your account for three days anyway. I need my money quicker. At Chase, we hear you. With Express Funding, card payments are in your Chase account the next business day. Go to chase.com slash express funding. Chase for business, so you can. Compensated participation. All businesses are subject to credit approval. Not all clients are eligible for next business day funding and additional terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. You've heard me talking about Progressive Medical Center. They have helped me feel my best. And Dr. Gulley, tell us a little bit about integrative medicine. Why is that such a big deal at Progressive Medical Center, and how can that make me feel better? Integrative medicine is just good medicine. It's combining the best of traditional medicine, nutritional medicine, natural medicine, and really helping the patient get to the root cause so they can take control of their health and really make an impact to improve not only their energy, their vitality, and just their overall outlook on their health and their life. I procrastinate for a long time before I finally made an appointment. So why should someone not delay and go ahead and get set up and come see you guys? Any journey begins with that first step. And that first step means making a decision to recognize that there's something wrong with you. Whether you have fatigue, inappropriate weight gain, not sleeping well, not concentrating, all of these issues, you can get to the root cause. So many of us here at The Fish have gotten help from Progressive Medical Center. So why don't you find out more from them today? Go to ProgressiveMedicalCenter.com. This is your life. Live it Education, industry experts, back to the basics. Is your company using the Internet of Things to its fullest potential? Enlist the Peggy Smedley Institute and its team of experts to create a customized plan for how to apply the IoT to your specific needs. Learn everything you need to know to achieve tangible business outcomes in today's digital economy. Contact us at 630-933-0844 at 630-933-0844 or visit learnitiot.com. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. 